This is the Snook Podcast. Uh, well, Snook, I suppose, mostly is a member's organisation, a user's group. It's best practice, so we're, we're looking at a collaboration of the, the greatest minds uh, of GPIT. Okay, so Snook is a wee bit confusing, I think, sometimes for people. I fully support Snook, uh, and it is vital uh, to get the clinical voice across. Scottish National Users Group. The Scottish National Users Group. It's a bigger insight into how the IT side of things work. It's not a good thing, but I don't know that people always know who you are. Hello, welcome. My name is Andrew McElhinney and I'm a GP in Central Scotland. I'm also a user. No, I don't mean that I use illegal drugs and I try not to exploit people. I don't mean that kind of user. I, like thousands of people across the UK and around the world, I'm a user of computer systems as part of my daily work delivering healthcare. This new series of podcasts is going to look at how technology supports healthcare in Scotland. And SNUG, the Scottish National Users Group, is on a mission, which is to try and ensure that people get the best healthcare through the best use of technology. Now, digital technology and healthcare are important because they will affect you, whoever you are, sooner or later. You may be healthy now, but nobody ever knows when you're going to need healthcare. Okay, hopefully you don't visit motels or need to see your GP very often or visit hospital or get any other kind of healthcare. But I bet that if, or maybe when, you ever do, you will want to get the best possible healthcare to deal with your needs and that all the essential information about you will be available to whoever is looking after you and also store it somewhere securely. So what Snug is trying to do is actually relevant to just about anyone. Scotland is the focus for our podcast, but I hope that what we discuss will be of interest to you wherever you are. a podcast. Do a podcast, I said. Didn't realise this would mean a re-examination of what Snug was all about, and to have to try and explain this in a concise way. I didn't realise I was going to have to look at types of recording device, and then have to try and cajole people to speak into one of them. Or how many people in Scotland like to avoid the limelight. People can start to move away from you quite rapidly, or even start to swear. What I started to find out was that if you can just get past the initial reluctance to speak into a microphone, that you can start to have some really interesting conversations with people, unpack some of the details about how things work, and then, I hope, help people understand things and the world around them just a little bit better. Snug is a group of people who are involved in the delivery of healthcare through GP practices in Scotland, including GPs, practice nurses, practice managers... And there's also input from a range of other important contributors, such as the Scottish Government, National Services Scotland, as well as representatives from health boards. All are committed to the idea of using IT, digital technology, to support the delivery of better quality healthcare. Snug was formed in 2010 from what was the National GPASS Users Group, and has a number of regional groups who meet to discuss current developments, and every year there is a National Members' Day. In May 2019, 
the Snug Members' Day was held in the Westerwood Hotel Cumbernauld, so we thought that this would be a great opportunity to speak to some of the people attending to try and get a better idea of what Snug is and how well it's achieving its aims. I went along to ask a few of the people there what they thought Snug was. Is it doing anything useful? First, I spoke to Dr Bill Martin, who's a GP in Lanarkshire and a veteran among computer users and a former chairman of Snug. I asked him what he thought Snug was. Snug represents the users. It represents the clinicians and puts the clinical voice uh, at local and national level. It's vitally important because if Snug isn't there, who's giving the information and the clinical needs to those that actually make decisions? Uh, with all the changes that are going on with re-procurement, uh, all, all the national and the local developments, there has to be a clinical voice to say, here are our priorities and this is what we need. Uh, education is also important. Uh, previously in postgraduate meetings, uh, it wasn't so much the talk that folk liked, it was actually meeting their colleagues and meeting uh, the folk from other practices. Uh, finding out how to do things, oh you do it this way, you do it that way, because I know how to do some things, other folk know how to do other things. So education is also a very important part of SNUG. Uh, I fully support SNUG uh, and it is vital uh, to get the clinical voice across. So Bill feels that SNUG provides a vital clinical voice to those who make decisions about what systems get used. Systems are usually provided to GPs by health boards and NHS management. Dr Lucy Munro is the Associate Medical Director for Primary Care at NHS National Services Scotland and she is also a GP. She feels that people may not always realise what Snug is trying to do. Okay, so Snug is a wee bit confusing, I think, sometimes for people um, because there's lots and lots of different acronyms out there and it's, sometimes it just seems like another acronym and people get SGIMP and SNUG quite mixed up. For me um, SNUG is the user base um, and I gather you've got over 300 practices signed up um, which is a, which is a third which is probably a good representation um, of GP practices. Great thing about it is it's not just about GPs obviously it's about the whole practice um, so yeah SNUG, SNUG's a good thing but I don't know that people always know who you are. Because we're trying to represent users, we're interested in sharing good ideas, we're interested in educating people and also trying to let people know that we're working on their behalf. Yeah, I don't know if people know that you're working on their behalf. Um, and certainly when I see Snug representing users, I see that because of the types of um, things that I get involved in and the type of job that I do. But whether or not all the users on the ground really know, um, I, I'm not not so sure about that. Um, having said that, I know that in Fourth Valley people would know to come to you, Andrew, if <laughs> they were stuck with something. You're too kind. <laughs> So Lucy is probably right that a lot of people don't know about Snug. Around two-thirds of practices still aren't Snug members. See the website snughealth.org for details on how to join. But Lucy is also a Line of Duty fan. Now we're sucking diesel. <laughs> but I can assure you there are no OCGs around here. Bent cobbers. Mother of God. Dr Sean Kennedy is a GP in Lanarkshire and he feels that Snug helps push for the changes we need to make software more usable. Uh, well, Snug, I suppose, mostly is a members' organisation, a users' group, and it's representing uh, members' interests for um, pushing for the changes that we need in general practice to our software to make it more workable in, in practice every day. I asked Sean if he thought Snug had an important role in GP education. 
Oh yes, <laughs> and it's very important for education. Uh, the, I, I think the, the combination of the website and the, the the snug meetings as well are very important for um, promoting uh, progress. And what are you hoping to gain from today? Really, to look and see what's around. Um, I, I, the great thing about Snog is finding out what you don't know. So I suppose I'll know better at the end of the day what I'm hoping to gain. Paul Hemsley is the support team lead for IT in Forth Valley, and he feels the Members' Day was a great opportunity to see what the current best practice is, and also to look at important new systems on display. It's best practice, so we're, we're looking at a collaboration of the, the greatest minds uh, of GPIT in Scotland, essentially, collecting together to, to share our best practice, to look at some good examples, to look at new technologies, uh, to look at emerging trends, to, to really to just take advantage of some existing good existing practices, some emerging uh, principles, yeah. That's great, and uh, what do you hope to get from today just by being here? It's always a great networking opportunity. It's always a good opportunity to catch up with my colleagues nationally. And more specifically, I'm looking to um, some of the new systems and processes that are on display. Microtest. Oh, I have to say it, you know, we're all desperate to see what this thing looks like. And uh, emerging projects like GP to GP, find out how the progress is going with that. Maybe heck will spire a wee bit. <laughs> David Cooper, one of the snug co-chairs, started the day off. Welcome, everybody. Um, on behalf of... Uh, Myself, uh, Neil, as co-chairs of the conference, Alec, who has done a sterling piece of work to actually get this conference up running, and the rest of the community, so hopefully you'll have a great day. There were so many interesting topics and demonstrations, it is hard to describe them all. Examples included clinical artificial intelligence, home and mobile health monitoring, virtual consultations, e-frailty, as well as a lot of talk about the new Docman system. Fortunately, slides and videos of all the workshops will be available soon to members on the Snug website which I think is one of the biggest benefits of membership. So even if you were able to come along, but especially if you weren't, you can see the workshops that you couldn't make it to, or refresh some of the really important content, like the plenaries on GDPR, the new digital platform for Scotland, and GPIT reprovisioning. We hope to cover these in more detail in upcoming podcasts. The Members' Day would not have happened without the efforts of Alexandra DeFranco, the Snug Business Manager, She did a lot of work organising sponsorship, venue, contacting the speakers and chivvying along the less organised of us so that things would run smoothly, for which we're all very grateful. I caught up with her near the end of the day. It's been fantastic. Uh, This is the biggest numbers we've ever had in attendance. Um, We have been bustling all day. The sponsors are happy. The delegates are happy. Workshops are full. Um, I've come away with some really positive feedback for today and I just can't wait to organise next year's. Great. And uh, how's your blood pressure? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was over. Dr Neil Kelly, the other co-chair, closed the day. So, stay home for you all and uh, see you again next year. The Members' Day was great. It was quite intense, even when I wasn't chasing people around with a microphone. There were trees being handed out by one of the sponsors, and I didn't get one. But I did get a whole load of new information. My main learning points for the day included that I really need to know more about GDPR, Data Protection Officers, Information Asset Registers, and GULP, Data Protection Impact Assessments. Robotic process automation is a possible solution to simplify routine data entry. That sounds interesting. Life is going to change with Office 365 and 
the new digital platform. And GPIT reprovisioning will keep us all very occupied for at least the next three years. But more about that in the next podcast. You can contact Snug at the website www.snughealth.org.uk and we would love to get some feedback on the Members' Day or anything else that you've heard in this podcast about what Snug is doing or what you'd like it to be doing. There will be another meeting in September in Stirling which will be specifically to discuss the future development of Snug as well as including the AGM. So if you're interested in attending, please let Alex DeFranco know. One of the things we've heard a few times is about sharing best practice. Sarah Everett is a practice nurse in Glasgow and she designs templates which are really useful if you use the EMIS system. She was speaking with Neil Kelly about how she can share them with other practices via the Snug website. I've worked with EMIS for 15 years and um, I was shown very early on how to build my own EMIS templates and I found it very, very helpful because they act as an aid memoir um, they keep you running through things so you don't forget things so when you're doing your checks the, the template is there to remind you what you want to record it's an easy way to record things it's a quick way to record things and then um, it's laid out usually nicely uh, so that you go through things and flow it flows with the patient the consultation um, but the way EMIS is set up you can flick from one thing to another without having to scroll down things and you can find things easily and um, it's good to be able to I've shared quite a lot of my templates with other practice nurses and they found them really helpful um, different health boards have different systems but um, I've always found the templates a good way of working uh, I know that you've shared those templates through the Snug website and I presume that those are still available as far as you're aware Yes they are and um, I think there's updates coming as well. Um, I updated the um, contraceptive implant one recently, so that should be on there soon. Um, And, yeah, I'm always open to ideas for anyone who wants to build a template for something. They're, They're quick to do. They're quite easy, if you know how. So that's it. Thanks very much for listening, and well done if you got to the end. You can see pictures from Members' Day on Twitter uh, using the hashtag SnugMembersDay2019. Or, of course, you can visit snughealth.org.uk. And if you're not a member, please join. See you next time when we're going to try and do GPIT reprovisioning. Ooh,